How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast, and let's just jump right into today's subject, where essentially um, every Tuesday, I dedicate a message to my daughter. I do this uh, because I feel like uh, it is the moral and right thing for me to do, considering that I have access to this level of technology. And uh, you never know when that time might come where um, you're no longer here. Uh, I've seen many individuals lose very close loved ones to themselves. And I, I understand either what makes the situation a little bit easier for them or a lot harder for them to process those things. And for those that have struggled, one of the things that probably would help them a lot is this kind of medium where essentially that loved one left something at least valuable to them behind, not of like money value, but uh, sentimental or emotional value. Um, so uh, on that note, hi, baby girl. <laughs> How are you doing, Luna? Uh, I love you so much. You are, you're literally the best gift I could ever have in my life. Honestly, like just watching everything you do, uh, and all the different things you achieve right now. And just, you're big enough now to give me a, a you know, a hug where you are able to wrap your arms around me and, and give me a hug. And I grab you all the time and give you hugs, whether you like them or not. <laughs> um, and it's so amazing. It's just that love that I have for you and that love that you have for your mom and dad is just, there's no words I can really define it or describe it. Um, and I just want you to know that that feeling it will always exist. We'll all, I will always love you no matter what direction or decisions you make in your life. And um, because of that, I just, I feel so excited to always leave you these type of messages. And it also makes it so difficult for me as well. Sometimes when I think about a reality without me in your life or, or yeah, it, or, or your mother not in your life. And, you know, we know that those moments will be difficult for you, but just know that we don't want you to shed a tear for us. We want you to just, all you can do is just enjoy life as much as possible. Love it, laugh, you know, go over silly photos of, of your mom or dad, whoever passes first. Um, Reminisce on on all those moments where we just enjoyed all the times together, and please let that be the thing that that happens on the day that you find out the bad news. Um, you know, I try to make a promise to you that I'm I'm, I'm going to try to live as long as possible and do whatever it takes to do that. But we're all human, and if history has proven anything to us, is that we're not immortal. <laughs> Um, the only things that are immortal are the things that we leave behind. So I'm trying to do this as much as possible, uh, and as often as possible to give you the opportunity to immortalize myself at least. And, uh, today's subject essentially is, uh, so I, I, I think it's, it's very difficult, but at the same time, pretty adorable to see how you react, how you react to strangers. <laughs> you right now do not like strangers and no one could blame you. 
I mean, every single time you do see someone that's completely different, uh, during you, you are growing up during a very difficult time period in the world right now. There's a crazy viral infection going around and it's customary at the moment where people, if they're wanting to reduce the risk of catching this infection, which is called COVID-19, um, they're minimizing them, them, their time around people. And obviously that's the best thing you could do when it comes to not contracting a viral disease or any kind of disease from people. And because of that, you don't really have many opportunities to see strangers. And the only time you do are doctors. And generally when you go see a doctor, they're probably wanting to do something that annoys you or hurts you. And, um, you know, it, it's difficult to, to see you not enjoy those moments. And it's difficult, uh, for instance, when your uncle John first moved in with us, it was difficult for you to, to really even be in a room with him. You would cry, 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 cry. And, you know, we explained to him why the reason uh, was that you would, you would cry. And uh, I, I kind of appreciate that about you, though, because I don't want you to ever be in a position where, at least as a child, you feel comfortable around uh, strangers. There, I will never leave you with a stranger. That will never be something I do. And in the event that something happens to me, someone hurts me and tries to take you from me, um, I, I want you to have that quality where essentially you're not just welcoming to any per, random person in your life. Like you are a little hesitant. But one of the things that I hope that you grow out of is eventually that if I say that someone is okay and someone is a good person that you just immediately become comfortable around them. And um, that's something that I need to work towards helping you with. And, and it's really difficult. Like the only way I can do that is by allowing you to kind of go through this, this emotional pain that you go through. Like when you, when you're around a stranger and try to just kind of resist the urge to just take you away from this person or this situation um, because I know that the only way you're going to be stronger and grow up to be stronger is to expose you to things that you don't want to be around. And eventually when we are able to talk to one another, you'll, you'll realize that that's a good quality to have is to enjoy. And we went over this in a previous talk to each other where, um, you know, it, it's, it's good to be in those positions of uncomfortability as long as you're not really hurting someone or hurting yourself, it's good to be in those positions because they're always learning experiences. But uh, the reason why I'm talking about this is because I want to talk about friends. I want to talk about um, you're going to go your life meeting so many people, knowing how you are, knowing how your dad is, um, not so much your mom, but your dad. <laughs> uh, we enjoy talking to people. We enjoy uh, babbling and sharing our thoughts and perspectives with the world as, as much as possible. And that'll be one of my, my, my goals is to instill in you is, and, and one of the things I think your mom is going to instill in you, which I think is a good quality as well is knowing when to talk. But I think you'll look at both of our extremes and, and, and be a perfect medium where as uh, or perfect middle point where essentially you'll know when to talk and you'll know, when the right times, maybe it benefits you to not share so much. And um, it's one of the, the benefits to your mom and I's relationship is that we're very different from one another. 
And so for you, that's great. You get to see two different extremes and, and, and pick and choose what you like, or if there's a medium point where that is, um, and how much that's going to, uh, incorporate into your life. But with friendship, one of the things that your dad really reflects on in his life and something that he neglected to really focus a lot of his own time on is that he, when he grew up as a kid, it was very difficult for him to really establish like a longstanding friendship with, um, with people in a sense like he never really had like a best friend. He kind of had those, but like they would always shift every couple years. He never really had someone that he grew up with his entire life and stayed to be his, his best friend. Your uncle Dylan is probably the closest thing to that since we grew up with, you know, in the same age group. And, but uh, we would both have to admit to you that when we were first kids that we really didn't hang out that much. We were around each other, but we didn't really hang out that much. And then we kind of um, reinvigorated our friendship later on in our lives, uh, way past, you know, our teenage time and when we were young adults in our 20s. And ever since then, we've we've gone through many adventures with one another, done really stupid things and made a lot of mistakes, but we've matured in our own ways. And, and by the time you meet him and, and I, we will be in completely different points in our lives as well and good points. But... Um, reflecting on that, it would have been nice to, to kind of have that ongoing friendship with someone. And he had that with a group of friends and, um, which I think is really cool. And I have a lot of friends, close friends of mine now that that's, they all have that. It was so interesting. All of your dad's best friends, current good friends have had their own group of good friends that they grew up with. And, uh, I think that's that's awesome. I think that's a great quality to have, and it's a, it's one way of accountability with one another. The other thing, too, is that uh, I think one of the reasons why it's been very difficult for your dad to maintain those relationships is that he's evolved as a character over time. And, you know, who he was as a teenager is way different than how he is in his 20s, how he was in uh, his late 20s, and how he is now in his early 30s. And we'll be very different again, <laughs> you know, now, especially being a father now, my life is completely different. The things I, I, I value, you only, <laughs> and um, what I want out of life. And that's becoming more family oriented. And uh, that changes over time. And I, I, I you, it's very interesting because you will see this fluidity and a confliction with your father where essentially on one end, he wishes that he had um, close friends that he grew up with as a kid and they kind of followed one another all the way through life. But on another end, he sees the value in the sense that by not having some anchor to a past, it's allowed him to kind of evolve as a person and, and change his mindset and perspective on things in life. And it's one of the frustrating things for a lot of people that knows your father is, you know, he, uh, he'll say something and then later on in life, he'll change his perspective on things. You know, I'll, some of my good friends, they understand that and they, they appreciate that quality in me. And then there are other friends of mine that don't like that. Your mom doesn't like it either. But I truly believe that I should never allow a past self to really dictate something a future Jason wants to do. 
And I, I truly believe that when you, you know, when you make a decision early on, you don't have all the cards laid out in front of you. You don't know everything. And as you progress further towards this goal that you initially started, you start to realize either the obstacles, investments, or things that just don't seem worthwhile to to keep pursuing this thing. And so you'll stop doing it. And to a lot of people's um, annoyance, that my, that's just how your father is. But I truly do believe that I'm not going to allow something that a, a past version of myself says to really make a future decision for me because I know that by doing that, I see a lot of people that, that stick to a point in life knowing that with all the new variables that they have, it's a wrong point to stick to, and yet they continue doing it. Um, another reason why, why I want to talk about friends is because it really is going to be important for you to understand the relative importance that friends are going to have in your life. You are the person you are because of the people that you surround yourself with. A hundred percent. I don't care if anyone ever tells you otherwise in your life. It is a given fact that your uh, your goals, your aspirations, things that annoy you, things that bother you, things that scare you, a lot of those things will kind of develop from what your dad and your mom, you know, and and those very close to you early on in your life are going to instill in you. But those are your foundations, right? Your foundation who you are fundamentally isn't really going to change too much. It really takes a drastic event of a passing of a loved one, um, a, a near death experience on your part, something big to really change your foundation, who you are essentially fundamentally past your, by the time you get to your teenage years is, is essentially kind of who you're going to be. But the things that are going to vary are your interest um, that predominantly is like the things that you find of interest and what's going to really dictate that and, and move you through your life is those people that you surround yourself with. The only reason your father is in any position that he's in now is because of that fact of just his friends always changing all the people that he surrounds himself with at a given time is always fluid and because of that your dad's never really had a linear lifestyle it's very all over the place to again the annoyance of your mom and for a lot of other people that are close friends of mine that are very linear with the directions that they take in life they look at me as if i'm some kind of free-floating leaf that just has no purpose or or direction and i really enjoy it i i think it adds uh, novelty to life that a lot of people don't really get to appreciate because they they become so tunnel vision and one thing that they're focused on in life and they neglect to kind of become aware of all the other things that the world and the universe has to offer to them. Uh, but at the same time, that infinite scope of the world and universe becomes very daunting as well. And so I sometimes say really stupid things like, I wish I was dumber than I am now because I feel like People that are so tunnel vision on things or or are choose to be choose to be ignorant tend to have a lot more simpler lives. And that simplicity is very attractive to someone like myself who adds more not stressors, but 
levels of complexities of of thought of perspective and 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 outwardly per, like ideas and and thinking about the world in general those things can technically be stressors and and they can be when times are very difficult and and situations don't make sense to yourself um and I, that has in due part some inf- uh, influence by the people that your father's associated himself with. I really can't pinpoint exactly who that was in my life that kind of instilled that into me, but it's someone, someone that I was close to at some point in my life. Um, but I enjoy it. I really do. I, I used to be bothered by this idea that I just don't have that many close friends as some other people that I know. But I have so many more experiences than other people that I know that do have those very close relationships with people. And uh, I also am very comfortable meeting new people because of that. Because I don't feel like I have to do everything within a, a, a clique or within a group of people. Like I've always been comfortable meeting new people. Well, not always. That was a, a skill set I acquired in my early 20s. But after that, I became very comfortable in meeting new people all the time. And so whether, however way you do it in your life, and, and your father would love for you to have a, a friend that you grew up with now, and and you see that person uh, your whole life, but it real, really will ultimately be up to you. I don't want to pressure you into maintaining a friendship with someone if you don't want it. I also don't want you to just think because your father did something in his life that that's going to be the right thing for you as well because it's not the case. It's really going to be what what works for you. And I don't know who you will be. It won't be me. My biggest fear is that you become just a committee, a copy of me. I don't want you to be me. I don't think I'm right. In a majority of cases in my life, and, and I think it would be very easy for people to be critical of the decisions that your father has made throughout his life. There's always probably a better option, but I will say that the choices that I made and everything I did would all bring me to you. And so I will always stand by everything that I've done so far in my life, the bad, the good and the ugly because you know, it was because of those things that I finally got to have you in my life. And you are what I've always wanted. And I will always cherish that. And a part of me wishes I had you so much sooner. Um, so I could, you know, enjoy more time with you. But again, who knows how long I'll be on this planet for. Maybe I'll outlive you. Who knows? But that would be my biggest nightmare, to be honest. Um but in the end, I, I just want you to know that, as always, don't put too much pressure on yourself. One of the things that I, I'm going to instill into you very early in life is that a lot of people put this focus on a purpose, that there's some reason why they're here on this planet. There has to be a reason. Why am I birthed now? Why now? Like, What is my reason for being here? And let me tell you, one of the things that, and I think actually I'll talk about that in next week's podcast with you. There is no such thing as a purpose. The purpose is whatever you want it to be. 
Stop putting so much pressure on yourself and just laugh. Enjoy life. That's all you need to focus on. That's all you need to worry about. Um, But yeah, just know that if you are doing something that you don't enjoy, the first thing you should probably look at is just the people that you're surrounding yourself with. Who are they? Because I can tell you now that those moments when you're not enjoying what's going on in your life, some part of it, not either directly or indirectly, is going to be influenced by the people that you associate with. And so if you want to be living on the beach and and never stress or worry about anything and, and, and enjoy a beach life for the rest of your life, surround yourself with people like that. If in the next day you want to be an entrepreneur and, and aim to be a billionaire, try to get surrounded by millionaires and billionaires. If you want to be a philanthropist and want to help out people and, and that's what you want to do, associate yourself with people that do that as well. It's really the best way to achieve any goal you want in life. If I wanted to be a, a, that's one skill that your dad learned early. Like if I want to be really good at something, I don't need to read books. I don't need to do any of that. I just need to surround myself with people that are already good at that thing. And as long as I have something that those people want in life as well, then we can um, exchange uh, perspective and experiences and thoughts on things. And that's helped your dad move throughout life in a very easy way because I have something that other people want and other people have something that I want. And so if we can exchange that, it develops very strong relationships with those people. And you never know, that person might become your best friend. Um, but I love you. Don't, As always, don't put pressure on yourself. Don't stress. Please don't stress. Stress is not healthy. You know, I look at my parents and I see how stressed they are. I try to cut that in half and aspire to that's my goal. If I can just live half as stressed as they are and they're in very, your grandparents are in very fortunate positions, but you know, they have their own stresses and um, you know, they of course have their own kids. And I now know as a parent, like that kind of stress as well. But if I could cut all of that, my goal is to just live a life where I deal at least uh, with half their stress. And I want you to aim for the same goal. You look at your mom and dad's stress and how hopefully not so stressful it is and aim to be better than that. Because if so, that means that much more laughter. You're laughing more than dad. And I want you to be, uh, I want you to be a little joker. I want you to just laugh all the time because life is humorous. Everything about it is amazing. It just takes you to change your perspective to understand that life is that funny and everything around you is funny and and fun and enjoyable but anyways thank you so much baby girl for being a part of my life um i love you so much and (laughs) you know how it goes until next week baby girl um don't listen to these back to back to back i mean i know the urge for you to want to do that but Take a break. There's like so much of the world out there. You know, if you want to uh, tune in to me while you're enjoying something else out there, sure. But I don't want you to just sit there listening to me all the time. I want you to enjoy life because it's very limited. And if you're listening to this because your dad's not around anymore, it's use that as an example for understanding how limited that time is. And so go and have fun. 
and know that your mom and dad will always love you. They'll always want to give you kisses, always want to give you hugs, and always want the best for you. And I love you. Mom loves you. And the world will love you as well. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye, baby girl. Kisses. Bye.